Welcome to That Anime Podcast. This is the full review for The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. In this episode, we cover Episode 8, titled A Parting in the Snow. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics, where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host Jordo and here with me as always are my co-hosts and kin, the baby brother Brennan and the oldest brother Colton, here to talk to you about The Rising of the Shield Hero. This is the official Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2 Companion Podcast. Every Sunday we release an episode of the newest episode of Shield Hero, So if you're wanting a fantastic and casual podcast for the entire season two, look no further. This is that anime podcast you've been searching for. You can also check out our past episodes for coverage on every episode in season one. So go back and look for those. Uh, This was episode eight of a 13 episode season two. What did you guys think of this one? I mean, it kind of turned, turn, the last two episodes have been pretty solid, you know, the two best of the season for sure, and this episode wasn't necessarily bad, it kind of slowed things back down, I guess, in a way, um, just try to give us more moments with the characters, new view of the world, learn shit about that, so like, not like a great episode by any means, like, not memorable, but then they gave you like a good, I mean like, somewhat of a hook for the end of the episode, to like remain you for the season mm-hmm. and then maybe into the next season depending on how this shit ties up yeah i mean it this is definitely good and they give you a twister because now for me basically without any of his original party now so that's true the rise and fall of the shield here <laughs> the fall i mean they and they keep this episode i felt like they were dropping so much information on us too just about the other world like shit she's gonna get glasses ass killed what do you mean? Like, she was telling them how the spirits, like, oh. <laughs> they can't get energy, they can't heal, yeah. they can only heal over time, and, like, this is their weakness. Yeah, he was like, shit, you know, no and like, oh, these are the jewel people, like, basically just giving giving him the freaking uh, index on how to kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's making mental notes. Like, write that okay. down, write that down! Yeah. I, I agree. So here's the episode synopsis. Nafumi's party heads for the dragon hourglass of Mika Kage in order to get to Sekul the country that summoned Kizuna. Along the way, he sells rare healing items to make a hefty profit. He hears a rumor about a genius mage, dot, dot, dot. Um, episode starts off with Kizuna. She throws her fishing line over a wall to use it as like those things that people use to scale up buildings. And they're getting out of that courtyard slash garden that they landed in, which I guess is like, there's no, no, there's escape, no way, I guess. There's no way out. Or maybe they just didn't want to walk out the front. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They don't use the gates. Yeah. And they were, Rishio was climbing that, like, that fishing line with just her hands and then a feet on the wall. That'd be damn near impossible. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I don't know how thick it was, but I mean, fishing line is, it hurts your hands. Like, I've used it on some shit to, like, 
<laughs> get some sticky stuff off and shit. Like yeah. you got to wear gloves. Oh fuck yeah! Or, yeah We've used it to pull, pull rings off people for the fire department. Like it. Oh yeah, I've seen those tricks. Yeah, it works good too. But yeah, must be some a uh, hundred twenty pound fishing lure too. Yeah, that's that fishing <laughs> line with somebody climbing it. Yeah, that fishing line that Kizuna is using is on another level. I mean, I'm of sure thickness. it's magical fishing line or something to the weapon. So something's going. Shouldn't on. be surprised. I know Rishi is not strong enough to just climb some regular old fishing line without some gloves. Um, now Pumi gets to the top and he actually has to jump down with Raftalia because she's still too small to make the jump. She's a coon though. I mean, like. The tanukis should be able to, you know, usually little little demi little animals can jump from, they can live from pretty high falls. Yeah, I thought that that was a weird, I get that they kept sprinkling it in like, to remind us that she's kind of helpless, like this whole episode. Like she was having to have everybody help her the whole time. Yeah. She's not as bad as when we're like first episode where she couldn't do anything. At least she somewhat remembers how to fight. Yeah. She's just slow level. Yeah, the muscles remember have the memory, but none yeah. of the strength. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get a look at everybody's levels. So Kizuna, so her little icon is a fishing rod, kind of cool. She's level a hundred and five. So you yeah, do not cap high. at a hundred. Apparently, you just keep going. What is the leveling in World of Warcraft? You like hit one thirty and that's it, or something. No, they always do the every time they do an you expansion. Get like ten more episodes, yeah, like ten, 10 more or twenty more. So. I don't mind. know how many expansions. It's probably, it's probably in the one eighties by now. I don't know, <laughs> you know. So Kizuna is level one oh five. Nafumi is level nine, and Raftalia is twenty one. Rishia is level twenty. How is he so far behind though? I thought because he, he can't kill anything. He only gets the piggyback off the experience oh, yeah, that they get. Yes, but it didn't feel like in when he was in his world that. He was that far behind, maybe just a couple levels. No, he was he was about twenty levels behind. Was them. he? Yeah, I thought he was always. I thought he stayed like a steady like yeah, three to four. Steady three to four is what I was thinking most of the time. But him and it was him wrapped Talia for a while, and then by the time they got Philo, Philo was but, always the strongest. Yeah. yeah. So there's a countdown, and this is the first time Kizuna is seeing it. Um, it has ten days, four hours, and fifty two minutes, and some change until the next wave. And she also says how there we kind of had questions. She said only the only the cardinal heroes and the vassal weapon users can use the hourglass. Yeah. So and I was like, can the the seven star heroes use the hourglasses in the other world? I know. Yeah. Where the hell they've been right. <laughs> during these waves? Yeah. That was a that was an interesting part because we learned that there is a difference between the cardinal heroes are separate from the vassal weapon heroes in their world. Yeah. And we know that. Glass is a vassal weapon wielder because she said, my vassal weapon is calling to... And I think Kyo is too. I think all Maybe three all, of them are. all three of them are. Yeah, we have said our, our vassal weapons are yeah. saying that... Yeah, and I think Kyo is too, and then Lark, he's also a vassal weapon. So we have not met the other cardinal, cardinal heroes no, of Kizuna's so. party. I wonder if they have the same weapons now. There's going to be in the Battle of the Shields. Yeah, I wonder if she, well, <laughs> Duh, she has, no. she's had to be like two, be like two metapods fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> harden! <laughs> Go ahead and hit him with another Harden! <laughs> Wasn't there a meme of that? Yeah. It was a video. The guy's like, 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 he's like, <laughs> he's like, the metapod's going to get so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing Pokemon and when you fight a metapod and it keeps hardening, you're like, son of a <laughs> shit. shit. It takes forever to take his HP down. Yeah, you're taking like two HP each hit. Uh, and then freaking the trainer throws out a potion and heals the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, <laughs> God damn it. 
<laughs> that podcast going to be so damn hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kizuna, she explains that they can use the dragon hourglasses of their world to warp, and it's called... Okay, sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Kizuna has a skill called Return Codex that allows her to warp, but she doesn't have the tool she needs to use it. So instead, they have to go to the capital, Mika Kage, where they can use the Dragon Hourglass to warp um, to the city where she was summoned, Sikul, or Sickle, Cycle, S-I-K-U-L. We'll say yeah, Cycle. Um, she also explains that, well, now Fumi's like, wait, you can use the Dragon Hourglasses to teleport, because we can't. Did you guys... I thought that they could use the Dragon Hourglasses to teleport. Or is it just that they teleport to the waves when the wave starts? Yeah, it goes to the waves. Because yeah. I, thought, I thought the same thing, too. I was like, now for me... But they use them to, to level up or like go to the next class or whatever yeah. Yeah. their theme was. So in this world, they can use something called Return Dragon Vein. And Kizuna explains that it allows them to warp to other Dragon Hourglasses but only the cardinal heroes and the vassal weapon heroes can use it. So no normal people can use this thing. Um, and we, later we find out that there's just... This country is weird because normal people are trying to be as strong as vassal weapon wielders and cardinal heroes. Um, they figure out that they're going to need some passes and they're going to need money to be able to get all the way to the capital and... Basically get to Sickle, or Cycle, whatever that place is called. So Nafumi's going to have to break out the traveling merchant skills that Have they done the mask him. thing before? They no. haven't, right? That's no. what I thought. They're no. just, I know they said, like, I thought, or uh, green-haired girl. Risha. Risha said, I thought it was weird the first time I saw it, too, which I liked that she said, like, she's seen them, you know, be merchants before. Like, they knew exactly what to do, but I was like, I don't think they yeah. broke out the old masks no, they that I remember. <laughs> Opening song comes in, and it, at this point, to me, it's fire. It's, it's fucking good. Um, now, Femi mentions that the country they're in is very Asian-looking, and it does. Everybody's wearing kimonos. It looks a lot like Demon Slayer. Uh, it's weird that a lot of isekais don't go. They kind of sit with the medieval yeah. themes. They don't, I don't know why anybody's never gone, like, <laughs> like back in time to, like, Edo, samurai times. ninja samurai like it's usually just like the anime is just set there if it is yep maybe it's because the japanese artists you know want to do a period piece on in europe or something i don't yeah. know yeah kizuna also says that there are areas though that are more european and rishia and raftal are like european japanese what the fuck is that <laughs> they have no idea what any of this stuff is they see grass people who they just refer to as grass which are like elves they see jewel people, which just have jewels on their forehead like Therese, and then spirit people, who they just call spirit, or spirits, and that's what glass is. Um, and we also learn spirit people, they basically can't be hurt by normal attacks. They don't have levels. Yeah, they don't have yeah. levels either. It's just all about what energy they have, and it can only recover naturally for now. Um, they go to a ramen place to get some grub, and we learn the currency of this world. It's called Domon, or Domen. And a hundred copper Domen equals one silver Gyokugen. And a hundred silver Gyokugen equals one gold Kinbon. <laughs> so, 
Everybody keep track of that. You'll need it later on. <laughs> so they figure out that they need to make more money because basically Kizuna sold all of her drop weapons and she got a little bag of copper domen, which is basically worthless. Yeah, it's a bunch of pennies. Yeah, a bunch of copper. Um, so they need to make some money. So Nafumi conjures up a soul-soothing potion and says it recovers SP or soul power. And that tomorrow they're going to be busy leveling and selling. Uh, they make a note to show us that Raftalia is still very hungry. She's eating, trying to get bigger. And now we get to the next day. They've set up shop. They've got their masks on and they're slinging the soul fixer elixirs. And they start by giving out some free samples. Yeah, just like he'll walk through the mall with the old perfume yeah. sample. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sir, please come here. Let me get you a free sample. So the Raftalia is rubbing, like painting it onto people's wrists. And the guy's are like, oh, damn. Damn, son. God damn. <laughs> this shit works. Damn, son. Where did you find this? <laughs> God damn. You guys got to come try this shit. So all of the spirits are, they're loving it. They're already getting a buzz. They sell out the first day and they tell everybody that you're going to have to come back tomorrow. This stuff, we'll do an auction because this stuff's hard to come by and everybody wants it. So everybody's like, man, auction, fucking tomorrow. Damn it. I want some more now. But I wanted to, to talk about Rishia's mask, if you guys remember it. It looked like the blacksmith's masks from Demon yeah, Slayer. Yeah, the big eyes and the... And the little mouth that's like yeah. blowing something. They're all de- like... There's ma- There's like a certain number of those masks. Like you always see, like now Fumi's is like Kakashi's dragon mask. Yeah, uh-huh. that he wears an Ombu. Like that's always. There's always like a certain set. Like and then the cat, the fox. Yeah, the fox. The Ombu. Like, yeah, there's only a certain a certain amount of those masks. What about made. the ones from Three Ninjas? Those old man like goblin masks. Yeah, I just I just watched that the other day. The Isn't beginning that of the Tondra's master's mask? The demon one. He had like the red one with the yeah yeah I think so yeah you talking about the one with the lips that's the sword maker no he had like, the one with the, like, no he had oh, the, with the pointy the, nose yeah the pointy his yeah. original mask taught him water yeah. water style yeah Rokodaki. yeah yeah he did have like the I think it's called a goblin mask yeah something like that it's red yeah um yeah so the next day they're gonna do the auction. Um, we learned that when they're training, Kizuna kills like a two-headed monster that looks kind of like Shenron, but with two heads. She says, see, we have no problem. Like, I'm strong as hell, which, yeah, you're level 105. I mean, she just can't I don't kill know why people. she wasn't just blowing through those guards then. I don't either. She said she like, can't well, kill. Five. She, like, this is an RPG. Like, like you can, like, no you way those dudes are over 50. Well, she said she can't hurt people with her weapons. Why? But she can still cut their neck and scare the shit out of them. I don't, it doesn't hurt them at all. Yeah. She doesn't have she any have. magic or nothing. Or like, can't she just not. get a normal sword and... I guess you can't pick it's, up other weapons. Yeah, she's thinking at level one hundred and five. You got to have trans- an AOE attack. Yeah, she transformed her fucking... weapon into a sword, but it's basically a fake. Like she can make stuff around her hurt hurt him, but like the actual weapon can't hurt him in any way. Yeah. Um, but they do find out that their resources and potions have different effects than what they're intended. So Kizuna gives Nafumi a. Well, the reason they got to this is. Even though they're part of the same party, Nafumi isn't gaining any experience from Kizuna killing monsters. And so... Because they're both cardinal heroes. Yeah, something like that. Which is a thing that. in the other world, too. That's why they couldn't travel together, the four cardinal heroes. Yeah. Well, I guess we haven't confirmed that. It's just what they were told. So they... Yeah. You know, the king journey independently. She gives him an earth crystal that's supposed to recover his magic. But when he holds it, instead, he gets 3,000 experience points. 
And then Nafumi gives her magic water and she got a weapon enhancement experience. So they decide to trade all of the stuff that they have and level up that way. They go back to selling some potions and they pretty much scam scam these poor bastards. They're they're auctioning the uh classic soul fixer elixir find man. Yeah. <laughs> they get some poor sap to to bid 30 gyokugen, which is 30 silvers basically. And everybody gasps in the crowd. He's like, 30 Gyokugen! And everybody's like, <gasps> And he's like, sold! And uh, this guy that that bid on them, he looked like Naofumi. He looks like he'll... He bought some s- shit the day before, too. Yeah, I feel like he's going to show up later on and he's going to be something. Yeah, he Because they showed him twice and he's like, gave that weird smile yeah. after they... Uh, shit, I didn't, maybe. I didn't yeah. get that vibe. I was just like, I ain't, draw- after I ain't drawing another elf character. Because after Risha dropped him... Uh huh. He gave that look like something's not right. Here. Yeah, was like I felt like maybe he'll show up. I do too. He felt he felt important, and he so, looked yeah, a lot right. like now for me. Yeah, uh, doppelganger, ganger, something in the multiverse. So Rishia trips going to deliver them and drops all of them except for one. And Alphamie's like, "We only have one. It's the last one. Let the bidding start at one Gyokugen, and or Kugen, the gold ones." Kook again? I can't remember what it's called. It was like Burbon. No, it was called Kinbon. Kinbon, yeah. So they end up selling it for four Kinbon, so four gold pieces. And that is enough to buy everybody new weapons, new threads, everybody except for Kizuna. And really nothing to note. I mean, they have new gear. Now from these... Look yeah, like samurai yeah, kind of style. Yeah, they just got uh, yeah. Fit the name? world. She had kind style. of she had a samurai blade instead. Rishio looked more like a ninja. Yeah. Rough tie had a yeah ninja like sword. A, what do you call that? A scabbard. No. It's not a katana. It's like it's a the short katana. It's the shortened one. Like a lot of the samurais would carry the two. Yeah, and it looks it's like the shorter the one. They kill the themselves with if they gonna die. Yeah. Sapaku. <laughs> um, they go to the capital. And they're walking in, and Raftali can see her breath because it's starting to get cold. <laughs> There's tons of people <laughs> gathered, and everybody's like, what the hell's going on? And, you know, when you're in crowds and you're, like, talking to you, the people around you, like, what's going on? And some asshole in front of you is like, oh, I'll tell you. Hey, you don't know what's going on? You haven't heard? That's what this guy's like. <laughs> Apparently, a genius mage from another country developed a way to use the return dragon vein, and they're about to experiment. So that's what he says. And so everybody's like, cool, then... Uh, now for me and Raftali are like, you think it's, and he's like, yeah, definitely. And so I'm thinking, oh, here we go. Kyo's about to walk out, but then it's not. It's some mage with purple hair and a rat tail named Kizuki. He looked like a character from Code Geese. Kind of does. Geos. Geos. Geese. Thought he looked like a. Uh... <laughs> <Code laughs> it's Geos. Like the, like the bird, the geese. <laughs> yeah. So his name's Kizuki. I thought he looked like Ren. Kind of dead. Maybe maybe everybody in this world has like a doppelganger. Possible. Um, they they leave though. They decide to go in and because uh, it's getting cold. Nafumi's like, we need to find an inn. And then they're walking over there. Nafumi just all of a sudden gets hit in the face with a snowball. And it's Kizuna. And he's like, you're too old to be playing in the snow. And she's like, 18 isn't too old to play in the snow. And then she hits Rishi in the face. And here's my question. Why is it that shows always make it seem like hitting somebody in the face with a snowball is like a playful act? Shit hurts. <laughs> yeah. That's him that's, in the body. That shit's a declaration of war. Like yeah. if somebody throws a snowball and hits me in the face, it's not funny. 
That shit, you can't lightly pack a snowball. <laughs> it's going to freaking hurt like hell. Yeah. I mean, you guys agree? Yeah. It's just... What if the, it's that, like, if the snow around here in Oklahoma, if you make a snowball, it's, it's fucking hard snow. <laughs> yeah, hey, we would fucking make, <laughs> yeah. we used to make igloos and they'd be so hard that we'd have, we'd have to dip the snowballs in water and they'd be hard enough to break through. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little bucket of water behind the fort. Oh, God, yeah, because the snow here, when it snows, it melts the next day and then it freezes again at night and so yeah. it gets hard. Super hard. But, I don't know, I just think that that's funny, like, Shows always make it seem like people are just eating snowballs in the face. I'm like, that's not believable. Like maybe the chest, like eating a snowball to the face, that hurts. And that's not, that's not playful. I'd be pissed. Um, so they go back upstairs or into the inn and they realize that they have a problem because Kizuna can't hurt anybody because her weapons can't because she's a cardinal hero. Nafumi is a shield hero, so he can't hurt anybody. And then Risha and Raftalia are weak as hell. And they have six days, five hours, and 21 minutes until the waves come. And they don't know where Philo is. Yeah. Uh, we get a glimpse at their levels. So after one day of training, I'm assuming it was one day, Kizuna is level 108 now. Naofumi is level 35. So he's caught up. Raftalia is level 36, and Rishia is level 31. So somehow Rishia is at a lower level than Naofumi, who cannot kill anything. Well, he's been eating a lot of items up, too. Like he got 3,000 from that, and then I think she just has less because she probably does less in the fights. That is probably, yeah, that's got to be what it is. Um, Raftalia is like, we should use the Blizzard as a chance to sneak into the Dragon Hourglass. They all agree that now's their best chance, so they set off, and Kizuna explains that now that they're in her party, all she has to do is touch it, and the return dragon vein will activate, and they should all teleport with her. But just to be safe, they all need to be as close to her as possible. So they get to the dragon hourglass, and she's like, it's behind the screen. And she opens it up, and it's just a concrete wall. And then right away you realize it's a trap, because guards from both sides show up. And their weapon of choice is like those freaking weapons that they give people when you're like fighting on a balance beam, and one of you falls into a water. Is it a stick with a spear? Like band? a stick with b- pads on both ends, like uh, a was, like a Q-tip. Q-tip, yeah. Why? Why the fuck would a guard have a <laughs> have that weapon? You can't even kill anybody. You it's can make no mortal hit on somebody with that weapon. Out. Just a blunt object. No. Just like I don't know. I just can you? I get that you can't have tons of weapons because they're supposed to be hero weapons, but freaking Q-tips, come on. Um. They decide to split up. Uh, Naofumi and Raftalia are together, Rishi and Kizuna. And Naofumi and Raftalia, of course, they find the dragon hourglass first. But uh, Kizuki, when they walk in, he's waiting there with his two spear-wielder women. And this Kizuki guy says, Well done, well done. You're the fools who fell from my trap. I, de- I deliberately stationed fewer guards, and you came rushing right in. Kiyosan was right. Uh, he says he's business partners with Kyo, and basically what's going on here is Nafumi thinks that he agreed to help Kyo capture Nafumi if, and Kizuki in return would get to use the Dragon Hourglass. That's kind of what it's seeming like. Um, Nafumi blows back all of the guards with the Meteor Shield very easily, and this kind of shocks Kizuki. I don't think he was expecting him to be strong. 
And then Kizuna and Rishia show up, and Naofumi tells them to make a run for the Dragon Hourglass. What did you guys think was going to happen? Did you think they were going to escape? I felt like the, I did think they were going to escape, but I did not see like a Roth Talia getting. Left yeah, I behind. thought it was just going to be a clean getaway. Yeah. Get on with the next episode, you know? <laughs> yeah, I did too. I was not expecting it. Um, Kizuna, I have to mention this because it's super fucking cheesy. Kizuna is like running to it, and the, she, the spear wielders are like, oh, no, you don't. She throws her freaking fishing rod up on the rafters and uses it to, to hoist herself over them to the dragon hourglass. I thought it was cheesy when you saw Risha just plow through those two yeah, guys. She was like, I was like, what, what the fuck did that come from? the old shoulder. They didn't stab her or nothing. Yeah. They yeah. didn't even do nothing. Well, because they've, like, <laughs> <laughs> they've got bitch. They've got Q-tips. Move. That freaking TikTok. Move, bitch. That's from, that's from White Chicks when he's running <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And they're making a TikTok where you go when you want to see your dog when you get home and you bypass the boyfriend. Move, bitch. There's another one from one of the rappers where he like, walks in to a convenience store and he's like whore he pushes this girl out of the way and then he like goes to the cashier he's like how's god blessing you good working fella you like, do the same thing like when you get home from work like, push your wife out of the way and go to your dog like how's god blessing you yeah. <laughs> oh shit the stuff that trends these days that's crazy um okay where was i okay so just as they're about to teleport raftalia she stops glowing yellow, and Kyo's stupid ass voice shows up, and he's laughing. He says, "How you doing, Shield, dumbass?" <laughs> he's Other literally one. that guy you'd be if you were the bad guy if you entered your own world. This like, saying shit to say. This it. show does a great job of making you hate somebody because remember season one, you hated bitch, hated her, and now we're they're they're building up this Kyo guy like we were supposed to hate this guy. So he says, how you doing, Shield dumbass? I've been waiting for this moment, this awesome, awesome moment. Um, now for me, he's like, don't warp, Kizuna. And she's like, I can't. Once it starts, it can't be stopped. And Kyo says, why do you think I sent you into the infinite labyrinth? Why do you think I let you keep the raccoon demi-human? Why? Yup. To see that look on your face, that face twisted with rage and despair. All Naofumi has to say is, you bastard. Kyo says, yep, just what I wanted to see. Uh, Kizuki says, well, I'm killing Naofumi before he warps because he insulted me. And he goes to lunge at Naofumi. Raftalia gets in the way. And Kizuki's like, move or I'll kill you. And Kyo's like, you can't kill her because I'm taking her back to my lab for experiments. Which is, I mean, classic, not what you want to hear. Classic cop out of... Yeah, keeping a main character alive. I know they don't have demis in that world, so it's a good excuse, but I mean, you can think of a ton of animes where they capture somebody that's important to the hero. They'd be like, you know, the reason bring, why you bring him alive and then run some tests on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use their power for my own. Yep. Raftali turns to Naofumi and says, Go, Naofumi-sama. I thought that after I became small, I couldn't help you anymore, but I was kind of happy since I got to have you pat me on the head and carry me like when we first met. I'll be your sword until the end. Raftali charges slow motion at the enemies. Kyo starts laughing, saying that he's dying of laughter. You forgot to say that they started, they queued up. There goes <laughs> Watch him as he goes. <laughs> Nafumi screams and reaches for Raftali as they warp out of there and the episode ends. So Raftali is left behind. 
there's no way she can overpower. Like she's a hundred percent getting captured, hundred percent going back to the lab. Yeah, we'll see a couple episodes of her being like, "Now Fumi will come," and like then getting hurt. Like ah, yeah. And then eventually he'll show up. And I mean, maybe not. Maybe she'll won't get free till next season. But either way, it's gonna be a. Basically, it's going to be a good filler section for each episode. It'd be like kind of like the food, like the last two episodes. There's like, like let's just show her being hungry again, you know? Yeah. Kill three, four minutes with that twice. That's what the her being trapped is going to turn into. <laughs> the only thing I'm thinking, the only chance Raftalia has is that we still have Glass, Lark, and Therese out and about, also trying to stop Kyo. Yeah. So. Before any experiments happen, maybe they find Kyo, they save Raftalia, Raftalia vouches for them, and now they also can't kill Naphemy, yeah, because they, they build a bond. Like we, like I predicted <clears throat> on the last episode, I think. Some you friends know. become friends. Yeah, some, <laughs> some friends become enemies, some enemies become friends. <laughs> and just to make it that much harder, give more understanding of the heroes from the other world to make Naphemy's, you know, decision even harder. Yeah. Which it's also been shown that he's ma- been making this. Well, he didn't really make the decision to kill Os, but he did. You know, they like to put the hero in that type of situation where it's like mm-hmm. not easy just to do what you need to do to put yeah. some morals into it. That's why I prefer a good old anti-hero who's <laughs> indifferent either way, mm-hmm. self-serving. Um, next week episode is titled "Humming Fairy." Oh, sounds like they're going to run into a little fairy person that's like vaguely helpful. Yeah. Humming fairy. Maybe the fairy is the other hero. Another cardinal hero in Sickle. Cycle. Sickle. I don't know. Any closing thoughts? It's getting better. Second half's definitely better than the first half. So. Yes. Agreed. Four more episodes. And then this, this little Rising of the Shield hero run of season two will be over so everybody please continue to tune in follow us on instagram that anime podcast next week is episode nine titled humming fairy i'm jordo brennan colton we are the evans bros thank you everybody for listening have a great week and as always peace out (laughs) 